This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Welcome, my friends, to the Wolverine Speedway Show down at Madurk. You're at npr.nz am We talk Speedway, Robertson Holden, International Speedway. I we talk to drivers and track managers, promoters from other tracks around New Zealand. Chris, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, Stu. Good, Chris. Uh, good to be back on another Doing It In The Dirt show, mate. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, opening night the other night, good, good meeting? Yeah, we've had... Got two meetings now in yep. Palmy. Yeah, it's um, crazy to think it's gone that quick, but uh, opening night was bloody awesome. And um, then we had, you know, straight into the championships with the Robin Pratt. There's always a, a very special meeting in Palmy. And now that was cool and cool to uh, keep it keep it local as well. I was almost going out of town. Yep. And um, even I was getting a bit revved up in the commentary box <laughs> waiting for the boys to do something and pull through for the club. But no, it was, it was awesome. It was cool to see William take it out. Um, for another time and, and Bex is slowly making her way up the podium and yep. of course Royden I think that was his uh, second or third third placing to go with his two wins previously and, and a second so he's had a fair few podiums so now nah, it's good to uh, to be back into it man it's it's great and of course um, you know it doesn't stop we're, we're straight into it again this weekend here Yep, we sure are. And to talk about this weekend, we've got Bruce Robinson in the studio. How are you, Bruce? I'm great. Looking forward to some racing this weekend. We rained out last Saturday night in Waikaraka, unfortunately. Uh, looked like it was going to be a perfect day. It was warm and hot, and then suddenly a downpour, and then it stopped again, and the whole pits had went bone dry again. The, and then uh, another half hour, an hour later, came down again and didn't stop. So it was the right decision. You sometimes wonder whether you have mm. done the yep. right decision. Yep. But no, it kept raining till well into the night and the next day too. Yeah. No, no good, no good. No, but you you managed good. to get um, opening night in there a couple of we weeks did, back. Yeah, How that, did that go that, for you up there? That was great. Yeah, there's a huge line up there, plenty of stock cars, plenty of super stocks into the 20s. So wow. it's pretty good, you know, when you think that, when I first went to Waikaraka, I think there were three or four super stocks mm. there, and now they've got, I think, 24 or 25 registered Aucklanders. So it's it's going well. The, the biggest problem at Waikaraka is pit space. We, yep. Yep. We're lucky to get about 85 cars in there, so that means that you know you've, you can end up – there's 35 stock cars on the books up there, so it's, yep. it's very difficult to give everybody a fair go. Yep, sure. Modifieds are looking a bit, bit weak on it up there, but they'll, the numbers will build back again. They sort of go in cycles, though, mm. some yep. of these classes. Yep. I've seen um, Roger Bertrand's son was driving a Superstock. Yes, yeah, yep, there is a Bertrand there on the <laughs> on the prize money book when I was doing it, and I thought, <laughs> oh, I wonder whether that's uh, Roger's uh, relation. or It's his son, is yep. it? Yeah. Yep. No. Didn't go too bad either from No, he... yeah, well, he's got a got a couple of placings. So, yeah, no, he's straight into it. Yeah, sure is. And, of course, um, Yanni opening night seemed to go pretty good. Um, on the Sunday, you, did you manage to get to that I, on the I way did. back? I did. It was pretty impressive seeing young uh, Jacob Flynn there take out the Super Saloon series shootout. He um, took it out in Palmerston as well. So yeah. it was a clean sweep by young Jacob. He. He was very lucky. Steve, his um, uncle, I suppose it is, had a little bit of engine trouble. I get to about lap eight and, and it'll start to lose power, and it was just enough to give Jacob the, the edge to get past. But it, yeah, it was really here. exciting racing, and uh, 
So we're looking forward to another good night up there with that uh, Krusty's yep. 500 super stock meeting that's really hotly contested up there and there's some great prizes that Mike Wilson, the announcer, gets together yep. and, yep. Exactly. and, and it's, a, it's a great show. It certainly is. We, we were half by expecting you to make the return back to Palmy after our Waikaraka got cancelled, Bruce. <laughs> we're all waiting, everyone's waiting for a phone call to pick you up from the airport. Well, <laughs> the trouble is by the time you cancel everything and the phone, of course, is red hot and yep. I'm the one there that usually answers the phone, so... You don't have a topper up there. I don't have a topper up there. <laughs> Although uh, Chantel did help for a while there when I was, you know, frantically trying to do other things, get get things cancelled. But uh, by the time you get to the, you know, security and and all the staff and yeah. just yeah. people yeah. just don't realise how many staff there are to run a speedway meeting. You get probably around sort of sixty to eighty people that yeah. are that are all needed and uh, all important, and they've all got to be told and the officials and the and everything else that's involved. Yep. yep, fair enough. Right, cracking into this weekend though at uh, Waikaraka <coughs> Park while we're while we're up the top of the country. It's it's basically all, all across the countryside. It's fireworks weekend, and that that's the bonus. Uh, we get to have it on Guy Fawkes night too. So, yeah. um, you know, all the people that don't like the fireworks, well, we get to have it on the night that <laughs> actually yeah, on the night on yep. the night. So yep. we can get it done and dusted. dusted. <laughs> yeah, sure. But um, Waikaraka Park have got the big Salter Cartage sponsored event. Yeah, that's always a great uh, fireworks display. Waikaraka is known for for its huge fireworks displays, and uh, we do another one at Easter time. And and well, last Easter the we completely we sold the out. Shut, we had yeah. to turn away about a thousand people. So I'm just not sure. Probably there's no derby with this fireworks show in Auckland. But there's the Australian Wayne Belk in the Super Saloon. He'll be there, and uh, there'll be some great racing card wool. Craig Cardwell goes very, very well up there and I think he'll give them some tough competition and uh, I think Steve Cowling's coming through from, from Tauranga and cool. he's also got a brand new saloon, Steve, I'm told, or that, or that team have, so be something pretty radical, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, well, um, Chris is the New Zealand champion, so yeah, there'd be something radical coming out of that with yeah, the saloons for sure. For sure. Yeah. Hopefully I uh, can see that soon. But mm. what? So it's all cracking on um, usual time at Waikaraka, 7 o'clock start, is it? Or six, six seven, 7 o'clock start at Waikaraka, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then... We've sort of got to give people a bit of time to get there from <laughs> all around Auckland <laughs> and the traffic couple of hours on the motorway. The rest of it, yeah. Yeah, yep. it's very easy to... Think you can get to somewhere in Auckland in twenty minutes, and two hours later you finally get there. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Mm. <clears throat> right, and next up we we got moved down to Miani. We we'll spoke about just before the Krusty Five Hundred. Yeah, that's as you know, an awesome event, and uh, you know the the stock car drivers up there really look forward to it. Um, there was super stocks running as well. Uh, TQs and uh, Super Saloons are on the program as well. So yeah, I think TQs yeah. once again talking with Declan, they've got a, a, another forty cars. I think they're running the three group format again this weekend with twenty only twenty or something making the feature or something like that. Oh yeah, it's very tough it's, competition. Um, You've got to be on the pace to yep. to do it. You'd only make one mistake in one of your heats and you'd be. Loading up and watching from the embankment. Yeah, well, especially with the New Zealand's being there late in the year, it's, um, the oh, fields yeah, are just keen. massive there. So the Aucklanders are just pouring down there to get a bit of track time. It's a great opportunity for them. Unfortunately, with Western Springs, they can't start racing. There's an 
at the moment the fence is completely dim, uh, dismantled up there because they're uh, getting ready for a concert. And, mm. of course, by then they've got to get the fence back up again and before we can start racing again. So we've lost one meeting up there at Western Springs, but uh, Waikaraka are going to let all, pick up the, the slack there. The, they're all coming over there next weekend from Western Springs to race a meeting at Waikaraka. It's a Seoul Waikaraka meeting. There's no Seoul no Waikaraka Seoul Western Springs meeting. It's yep. yeah Seoul Western Springs meeting at Waikaraka. Yep, massive. Um, that Krusty Five Hundred. That's the one where they start in front of the commentary box from memory too, don't they? They they start. Yeah, the, they do the have. There are there a couple of interesting formats yeah. in it, and and something to do with the way the the grids are too. I believe. That yeah, they, something like that. Yeah. Ah, cool. But um, Mike. Wilson, the announcer over there, has it all pre-organised, really, and <laughs> like he's very good at organising things and yep. getting yep. it all, all ready to go. That's the one. Uh, what's, what's the start time over there, Bruce? 6.30 start at um, Miani. We've got a 6.30 start at Miani and at Palmerston. The, the whole season? Yeah. Yep. It's, that's the trouble when you've got so many classes and, you know, they all yep. wanting to run and hopefully – but then we don't want to drag it on till 10.30, mm. so yep. – mm. Exactly. Palmy, um, you know, as I say, again, fireworks, and this weekend it's a, it's a massive card at Palmy this weekend. We've got the uh, auto-breaking clutch, um, Superstock best pairs for the King of the Arena event. We've got the Ray Tarrant sidecars. We've got the Demon Energy Ramp Derby, and we've got the Manor 2 Standard Fireworks Spectacular. I hope I got those all right. You've, got them, you've done well, <laughs> Stu. <laughs> It's um, it's huge, massive, massive night. Oh, it is, yeah. It'll be a great, enter- great entertainment too, because each of those events are, are hotly contested in their own right. So, yeah. um, I don't know about the ramp derby. Who's going to survive the, the leaping into the air like lambs to the slaughter? I suppose <laughs> just about. But hey, it's um, it's a lot of fun, and and people enjoy it, and the drivers enjoy it too, because it's something a little bit different than normal derby. Yep. yep. I'm not sure um, who the peers are as such just yet for the for the king of the arena, but um, you know we might probably see I guess the likes of the Red Walker team pairing up together, and um, you know William and Blair certainly won't be winning their um, yeah. their fifteenth uh, title as a best <laughs> pair or something like that they're up to. But it's definitely is a, it's an awesome night. You know, like Graham and Bex won the first one, which was pretty special to have a father and daughter team win it. You know, the first time around, and I'm sure there'll be some really good teams or pairings out there for this one. But the Ray Tarrant again, you know, much like the Robin Pratt is really prestigious amongst the the stock car ranks. You know, probably some would say it even gets a bit more nostalgia than the the Man or Two title. The Ray Tarrant is very much up there for the sidecars and. Yeah, we've got 20, I think Horse said we've got 22, 25 bikes of our own registered to Palmy, something crazy oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, I know. It's just so, you know, we had three groups the other night, and that was with missing half the bikes yeah. being away at various yeah. championships as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I could imagine the field of bikes being good. I guess the good thing about them is they just get on, do their four laps, and they're off, and <laughs> it's easy, easy, quick and easy. But um, that is going to be one massive title um, and hotly contested title between probably about half a dozen bikes, I reckon. Yeah, there would be probably even six or eight of them that are yeah, top bikes, running right yeah. there on the on the pointy end of it, aren't yep. they? Yeah, obviously we will have the the twenty odd bikes, I'd say. But yeah, the you know you look at Mike Zahn, Ben Franklin, the ninety seven bike, and what's really cool is a few of them have been running the MyLaps transponders, even though the bikes I don't think they have to. Um, they've been running them, and the lap times you wouldn't believe it, but 
Uh, last week, Mike Zahn and Ben Franklin were running half a second faster than Wayne Hemi, who was the fastest wow. superstock all night. Yeah. His fastest lap time, Zani and Ben were consistently faster than Wayne Hemi's superstock, um, and that was on a rough track. What what Zani and Ben called was a rough track. Wow. Yep. What, what's that? What's that? About seventeen seconds? Um, no, that, yeah, they were running a seventeen nine. Yeah. Um, Hemi was running an eighteen five, eighteen four. The week before opening night, um, Zani was running low seventeens, and the super stocks were running sort of low eighteens because the opening night, the ninety seven yeah. P bike was faster than the fastest super stock by just over one second. Wow. Mm. And that's crazy to think that they're hanging on, no brakes, no nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So going to be a huge night in Palmy, 6.30 start, obviously. Sure. Um, across all three tracks, the prices are all the same as, as usual, no special pricing for the no, fireworks no, night. There is in Auckland because of the, the extra oh, okay, cost yep. of the big fireworks and that yep. sort of thing. Yep. Palmerston's 25, uh, 25 10, 60. 60. And yep. I think Miani's exactly same. normal yep. price, 25, 10 and 60. Beautiful. Awesome. Just uh, before we go, you're shutting down um, quality tyres there, yeah. Bruce. Uh, it's the end of an era, all right? It's probably 30-odd years since we first opened quality tyres, and uh, we've lost the lease on the on the building. And it, I've been looking for six months to try and lease another building, and there's just nothing available that's suitable. And so we've been forced to close down. So next week, if you want some cheap tyres, or even a couple of days this week, um, there's about... 300 good used tyres there, all, you know, half-worn or, or even less wear than that on them. Yeah. And uh, if you want cheap tyres to get a warrant of fitness, and heaps of mag wheels there, brand-new mag wheels. We're selling out the door at $200 a set, some of them. Yep. Um, and there's also some high-quality American mags there, Boyd Coddington's and, and that sort of thing. Um, and... We're selling them for $1,000 a set. Some of those wheels are worth $1,000 each, let alone. Yep. But they're out by – and some of them are cheaper than that, seven or $800 a set. So it's a um, great opportunity. New tyres, there's probably a couple of hundred of those left too. Um, how heavily discounted. We've got to clear everything by, by the end of next weekend. So There you go. Quality tyres, heaps of mini stock tyres out there. <laughs> no, they've been they've been well picked over. <laughs> I bet I bet the race car, the the speedway um, oh, suitable yeah. ones have. <laughs> they were in there getting the one one seven one eight five eighty thirteens. I think were the ones that yep. were grabbed first. <laughs> yep, they always are. Yeah. Always are. Cool as Bruce. Hey, good to have you back in, and um, you enjoy Waikaraka Park. I will. Looking forward to it. Well, that was Bruce Robertson there, Stu. Yeah, he's always fizzing, eh? He's always fizzing. He's um, certainly pumped up, obviously. You know, big weekend and um, great to have, um, you know, all the fireworks going off on Guy Fawkes night. Yeah. Speaking of Guy Fawkes, um, happening, though, on a Friday night, because um, that's what I love about Rotorua. Friday night club racing means that everyone can go and tiki tour around elsewhere as well. That's how they, they do it. They like to support everyone else and all that. So we thought we'd talk to Sonia Hickey. How are you, Sonia? Yeah, I'm great, thanks. How was things? We're good, we're good. Nice uh, nice off-season, was it? It was busy, but I'm not sure what it did. But anyway, I was busy. <laughs> <laughs> did you do much to the to the track and the clubs? Because, you know, all these club-owned tracks, um, it's cool to see what they get up to in the off-season in the way of new new um, renovations and bits and pieces at their tracks. Well, 
this one wasn't so like normally we do a whole heap as you know, but this one wasn't so big. Um, we've put a bit more concrete in the pits um, where the mini stops or overflow parking are beside the um, old coverings there. Yep. But next year we've got um, a big new administration building coming on stream and being built, and that's going to cost us a couple of dollars. So uh, we've Got a, got a little bit of a savings plan going on, so we didn't spend too much this year, no. So there's not, not too many changes at the track, just a, just a tidy here and there. That's yeah. fine. A fresh lick of paint, as they say. Just about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Hey, you guys must be um, must be pumped to get back into it this weekend. You've had a couple of practices um, and a good number of cars, and, of course, this Friday night you guys are kicking off 7 o'clock with your, uh, your fireworks spectacular. What a great way to start the season. Yeah, we always do. I mean, in Rotorua, it's just a little bit too cold to start any sooner or that. We had a um, a practice night on a Friday night, which was really good because it was, it's good to get the um, shakedown going and get all the lights and everything, make sure everything's all up and running and the um, lap scoring and that sort of thing. So we did that a little while ago. It was actually like a meeting. It wasn't a practice at all. It was actually like a meeting. There was that many cars there, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I could charge with gay and missed an opportunity, but no, it was all good. And um, so, yeah, we've got big fields this weekend, so happy with that. Um, we're only running the four classes because, you know, it takes some time for for the fireworks, but we may as well be running six because we've got that many cars. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. And and the good thing is, like, I'm just having a quick gaze at the um, the entry list, you know, like, Near forty super uh, super stocks. You've got forty odd stock cars, and the the really cool thing is, I know there is some out of towners amongst it, but majority of those are Rotorua registered cars. Yeah, the good lot of uh, from the out of towners with the stock cars, especially. We've got a, quite a few from out of town. I think they're possibly taking in, you know, even a couple from Palmy Way, and I think they're possibly taking in Rotorua, then carrying on to Kiki Bay Park or Huntley, and yep. and that is why we run on a Friday night, and we've actually proven it over the years that we actually take more money if we run on a Friday night than we do on the Saturday night. I think people quite like to sort of take the kids to the fireworks on the Friday night, especially those that are not the big Speedway fans, you know. Yeah. Mm. Um, like to take the kids to the Friday night and then they've got the whole of their weekend is, is there, you know. So um, it works for us, plus, you know, no point Huntley, Kiki, Rotorua and Bay Park all running on the same night because you don't have the number of cars, so um, it works for us. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it definitely does. And um, as I say, you know, with most of those cars, I saw a stat come out. Um, oh, it must have been during the off season, one of the SNZ newsletters or something. Because last year, Rotorua had the most super stocks registered to their track, even buddy beat us. <laughs> we did, and we're meant I to be the home of all this that. stuff. <laughs> I thought that as well, and I was right chuffed with myself. <laughs> <laughs> No, it just shows. It just shows. You know, obviously from um, New Zealand Superstocks a couple of years back, the yeah. momentum's still rolling on. Yeah. yeah, it's sort of it's gone on before that year yeah. on year. It's gone up in numbers, and we, I might add, we were the second biggest track in the country too. Little yes. Look yes. at that. Yep. Yeah. Very good. Um, yeah, no, we're, we're strong on Superstocks. Um, but in saying that, you know, a lot of, a lot of our drivers are, aren't what. You'd call us stars, but they are stars in our heart. But you know, a lot of them are wage earners and 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 struggle away. And you know, why they may not tour a lot and go around the country because that's not what they can do. Hmm. You know, when it comes to racing at home, we always have really good fields. Yeah. So, so that's a good thing too. And plus, we get supported well by Bay Park boys as well. They come over regular. So, yeah, yeah. Um, 
yeah, we get a lot of support from them as well. So That's... hence, you know, we've got, you know, sort of nigh on a quarter of the super stocks in the country racing in Rotorua on one night. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. So this weekend is the uh, ANRS contracting fireworks spectacular, obviously Friday night. Um, if need be, Sunday's there for the rain off, but we're going to be good to go. And you're starting at 7 o'clock uh, right through most of your, your programs this year. Yeah, we start at 7, although if we're running the five or six classes of mini stocks, we do sort of throw them out about quarter two, you know, mm. just to yep. try and get one or two classes out of the way. And, and that way that means we can actually give them the three races each night, um, although we do split them up a bit these days and sometimes have the senior racing and sometimes have the juniors racing on different nights. But Because we've got over 50 mini stocks as well, so... Um, keeping them all, you know, racing them all on one night, it, it, it's quite an arc. And we don't normally race the juniors, well, last couple of years we haven't raced the juniors on opening night, but we um, were sort of had the saloons and they stood down, um, could steve the way. So uh, we ended up bringing on the mini stocks and plus gives them an extra meeting just to get them all up to speed before MIP and get them signed off, etc. So, and with losing a um, a couple of practices, well, yeah. you know, they'll need that extra meeting to get themselves signed off so they can travel around the joint as well. Yep, yep. yep. And uh, opening night with the fireworks, what's your, uh, what's your prices to get in there for Rotorua? Yeah, for adults it's 30, children is 15, and the family 65 for fireworks night. Yeah. Beauty. Still cheaper than any of the other activities in Rotorua. Well, absolutely. They can't even go on the tree walk down the road for under whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? They charge you to walk in the trees these days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you've got to go up in the canopy down the road here. Yeah. Oh, crikey. It's all go. Hey, you've got a, um, a pretty cool season, and um, obviously you get to finally put some exciting events on that were put on the back burner last year. Um, this year, in the triples, you've added the street stocks. We've added the streeties and the entries and... Brilliant, yeah. No, we've got it. That's going to be another cracker of a night, I can tell you. Um, yeah, the entries, I I haven't gone back to it for a week or so because I'm trying to get this week out yep. of the way. But um, a, a week or so ago, I was like, we need to have a look at this and see if we need to cut it off. So, <laughs> um, but I haven't got back to it yet at the moment, so I can't even give you any proper numbers. No, no, nah, that, that's cool. It's just cool to see them put in there. Yeah, oh, streeties are lover, and um, you know, like we've had some pretty good streeties, and and they they come to me and said, oh, can we do travel? I said, well, it sounds like a plan. I can't see why not. It sounds like a good idea to me. So yep. um, that's how it happens. Yep, nice, too easy, too easy. Um, the 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 um, one that I know that we were all looking forward to was the uh, Valvoline Superstock Charity Invitational. Obviously, gets to go ahead this year, and. Um, the celebrity side of things, though, is there any insight that you, if we managed to hold down some of them, the same ones, or we got some new ones? Yeah, we lost Aaron Flight and um, Hayden Patton, but the replacement for Hayden Patton is, will be announced next week because I'm just getting it. Well, it's all confirmed, but I just haven't had the confirmation to let it out yet, but yep. it's good. It's really good. So we're happy with that, and Lance Ashton's been been very proactive there and he, he's done a great job and um, secured us a, maybe one, two or three of them and, and we're pretty happy but like, like I say that'll be that'll be coming out next week yeah. but uh, yeah so we only lost the two so there'll still be at least eight, uh, at least 10 if not 12 celebrities in uh, celebrity races and 
the super stock drivers, we obviously lost a couple there, you know, with the likes of Jason Long yep, going yep. out in the Humphreys and a, and a couple of others. Um, Ethan Reeves as well is, is starting a, a new business. So um, Ethan had to um, just, like, knuckle down for a little bit. Yep. Um, so we've lost a few. So, um, but we're back up into the high 60s and just going to send out a couple more invites to top up the field and then we'll get that up as well. But, uh, yeah, still a... Still a Pretty, pretty, pretty impressive looking field. Was, um, I can't remember from top of my head off the Sonia, but was Richie Stanaway one of the celebrities? Yeah, Richie Stanaway yep. is, is, is back. Um, and I had it in front of me just a few months ago. Aaron That's right. And Avalon Biddle and um, uh, Greg Murphy. Yep. Maybe we need to get Peter Adderton over here with, uh, with Richie and forget about that whole supercars deal and we can get him back, <laughs> get him back in a yeah, Kiwi so, car. Yeah, so we've got Cole Armstrong, Avalon Biddle, Simon Evans, Darren Kelly, Greg Murphy, Richie Stanaway, yep. Chris Vanderdrift and Mike Wadette, so uh, Mad Mike. Mad so, Mike. Um, and then we've got two more, um, Lance Hughes is one of those, and then we've got the... Um, the one to be named, maybe two or three. Yeah, so, nice. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. excellent. And we've got good cars for them, of course. We've got um, the Lance Ashton's cars and, um, yeah, yep. um, Mark Sallows and the like. So they're going to be in good cars. So, you know, they they, they will enjoy it. Oh, you know, very cool. And, and hopefully we're kind of looking at giving them a bit of a run beforehand and, and just get them more up to speed and make sure they fit in the cars properly and things yep. like that. Yep, you know, for sure, good, for sure. Good, that's it, that's it. And the other exciting event, um, obviously we finally get back our um, our British friends for the World 240, Sonia. I've been talking to um, to Charlie quite a bit and he is absolutely pumped to be coming over. Isn't he a sweaty? He's yeah. so cool, eh? <laughs> because we haven't been over to Britain for a couple of years either, so I, he was only a little tacker last time I seen him, but um, he's um, not much bigger than a little tacker either. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's, he's all keen to go, because we've got Frankie and um, Frankie JJ yep. and Bobby Griffin, and maybe we may even have a Dutch Dutchman this year, so yep. that's just being finalised at the moment, so just starting on cars for them as well, so yeah, it's a bit of a busy old time just at the minute. Oh, that's um, cool. It's, yeah, it's bloody yeah, good no, to it's see. It's great to have them back. Yeah, it just wasn't quite the same, was it? But it was good, but not quite the same. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. How how good was the world final, though, Sonia? It was awesome, eh? Oh, yeah, it was great. Yeah, no, because we had all the family over there, and Mitch, of course, was in it. And, um, yeah, and, and our Terence had a run on the F1 earlier on that. So, yeah, no, it was was good to see them have a great run over there. So, yeah. Yeah. You have to shut your eyes when Terence was driving that buddy <laughs> that F one. Don't oh, get no, any no. ideas to race in race in no. New Zealand Superstock. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too good, too good. Mind you, I think whatever he jumps into, he'll be able to make it do something. So he's just got that ability, hasn't he? It must be in the gene pool because I mean, you know, Frankie's exactly the same. Every time he comes, he can drive a wheelbarrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I keep telling everybody that Terence gets it off me, but um, <laughs> I may have to confess that his father Shane was probably, you know, um, he he had done because he's not actually the Frankie's his uncle, so not yeah, not, not blood, not yeah, yeah, genetically related there. But um, 
Yeah, but Shane was a very good driver, um, very smooth, and he was good in his saloon when he was here. So, yeah, I might have to confess that perhaps he gets it more off his dad than his grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Too right. Hey, Sonia, um, we could go on and on, but we know we'll be in touch with you a, f- a few times in the season when we get to these major titles to, uh, you know, when we can spill the beans on everything. But yeah. um, you enjoy opening night and hope it all goes well for you. Yeah, well, the weather forecast is starting to play the game, so it took me all week to get that sorted, but we're coming starting to come right there. So uh, once, once we get that totally sorted, but like you say, if it doesn't happen on the Friday, um, Sunday's looking good as well, and we'll get it this, hopefully this weekend sometime. Beauty. Sounds good, Sonia. Hey, you take care, and all the best for opening night. Good night. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Well, that was Sonia Hickey there, Stuart. It's good to catch up with Sonia. Yeah, it's good, eh? And um, you can tell it's, you know, it's um, back into speedway season. She's all bubbly, ready to go, mate. <laughs> yeah, she sure was. Right, we'll take a break and be back shortly. Will do. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Well, welcome back to Doing It In The Dirt here on uh, NPR, triple nine AM, or as most of you are listening to us on Spotify, or of course uh, Apple Play, and of course you can catch us on demand, npr.nz slash show slash D-I-I-T-D, they all jump on around oh, about 4.30ish on a, what, Friday yeah, afternoon? half an hour after the show. Yeah, been something like that, eh? Right, um, we talked to Bruce, obviously, earlier about various meetings and bits and pieces, and we talked about how Robin Pratt's, you know, a, a awesome meeting, and so we thought we'd catch up with uh, this year's winner, um, William Humphreys. How you going, William? Yeah, good, good. Yourself? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Right, I made it. took a wee while, but you've managed to get your name on the trophy once again. Yeah, yeah, fair a few years between that, but that no, was always a good one, and it was a good final race, which we like to see for that meeting. Yeah, it certainly was. I mean, did you? I mean, a couple of years ago, you weren't even racing the stock car. You probably wouldn't have even thought you'd have a, another crack at putting your name on that title, would you? No, not really. You know, we thought we were finished with stock cars, and then you yeah, kind of had the opportunity to run this track car, um, and yeah, we had a good crack at it last year, but unfortunately. We ended up cooking the motor, so after winning the first two, I think it was. <laughs> so then we had to try it again this year and got it. Yeah. Did you put some water in the motor this time? Yeah, yeah, plenty of water. Well, in the, in the radiator, I should say, yeah. Yep, that's good. Yeah. Did, did, did you, um, do you maintain the stock car, mate, or is the track? No, we run it, so I do. I converted it from a sto- uh, old, Super. old track to, yep. stock, to a stock car for them and redid all the suspension to my spec, and yeah, I kind of run it and maintain it and set it all up and that so yep. yeah we know everything's 100% yep. yeah it's a pretty pretty basic standard car really isn't it I mean anyone should be able to get in and, and have a skid and be pretty reasonable with, um, with the way you've set it up that's the whole point of it for people to jump in and sort of have a go isn't it yeah, yeah we made it as basic, as basic as possible it's just a Holden V6 all hardwired no computer all the suspension like pick up points are not adjustable they're just all fixed so just Set up, you just jump in, push the button, and away you go, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's no mucking around with uh, with that at all. Hey, let's um, talk about the old Robin Pratt. I mean, obviously, qualifying was pretty straightforward. You just go out there, finish in the top 13, you make the, the finals. That went pretty easy for you. Finals um, off pole in the first one and managed to break away and, and pretty much just let it start to finish. Yeah, yeah, it was always a good start. Starting off pole, you kind of, if you're going to be up there in a championship, generally you need to try and get that win, otherwise you're 
you know, going backwards from the start, but yeah, managed to get a good gap and yeah, managed to win that one. And, yeah, yeah mate. Moved on from there. Yep, grid 17 in race two, and uh, it was a fourth across the line. What car got relegated, put you up into third. Um, yeah, give you a nice little buffer heading into that final, but that's a, a good haul of placings. Yeah, just got to you know, drive them quite aggressively, eh, that first corner, you know, once you get going and pick up a few spots, it's all in that first one to two laps, just yeah. push, see how many cars you can get out of the way on that first lap, really, and, you know, try and gain the majority of spots in the first lap or two, and, yeah, go from there. Mm, mm, exactly. You're off the back, well... Uh, with those first two, obviously, 32 cars started the first race, and surprisingly enough, 32 cars started the second race. Well, that's quite a, a big feat, really, isn't it, when it comes to the stock car championship? Yeah, we did. We looked at the grids at the start, and we knew we were off 32 at the back. We are like, oh, yeah, because generally, you know, you might lose 10 or so cars, and then yeah. 10 free points. But, yeah, no, I lined up, drove on the track and lined up, and looked, and it looked like a full grid. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> good, though. You know? It's, you know I think it was. Uh, I think uh, it worked the out. The cars and everything, you know. Yeah, obviously, heat one thirty two. Heat two was thirty two cars, and heat three. I think we'd only lost three cars, so we're down to thirty three. Which, like we say, for, especially for the format that we run with quick turnarounds, and that was yeah. quite. It's quite a, a rarity. Um, definitely. I mean, there would have been a fair bit of work going on. I didn't see down the pits, but uh, across the cars, there was, would have been a fair bit going on. I'd say. Yeah, it looked like there was a fair bit of damage too after heat two. A few cars out there started to play already. Uh, we were pretty pretty tidy all night, so it was easy night for us. There's only one car and whatnot, but yeah, mm. yeah no, it was a good night. But yeah, quick turnaround, and yeah, everyone just did their own jobs and got their cars back out there, which was good. Yeah. Now, that, that last heat, you started off grid 32, so bang on at the back, and you came home six. But something that really I took a lot of notice of is, is your driving. Like you just mentioned before, in that second heat, you were quite aggressive through where you needed to be in those first few laps, and you sort of done the same again, but... You could tell a lot. Um, you were hanging the back a, a, a wee bit. Were you sort of? Were you actually hard up on it in, for most of that race? It didn't no, look like it. it. Nah. So that third race, you know, we made all the ground the first couple of laps, and then just you know counted cars and knew where everyone was that we had to beat and how much we had to beat them by and whatnot, and yeah, just hung back. You know, just the least amount of passes you have to do, the least chance there is of an issue. So just yep. kind of sat there. Yeah, half throttle, really. Yeah, because I mean, I think I even might have said that you went, you you were probably about half throttle, but you could see the way you're sitting back, watching everyone bowl into turn three, and then next minute, buddy, half a dozen cars wash out to the wall and get tangled up, and you slip on through. I mean, nothing against the other drivers, but is this the sort of thing that comes with the experience from racing up in the other class, where it's a faster reaction time and all that? Does, it does show, you know, like sort of Fermi and Rebecca and whatnot, you know, coming back, you know, yep. stock cars. Yeah, definitely get, show, agree, like, yeah, know, they're starting to show as well. Yeah, like, you know, we've just got so much, it just feels like you've got so much time. <laughs> like when I was just racing stock cars, you know, it felt like it was all go, then you move up supers and that's all go, then you go back to stock cars and, yeah, you feel like you've just got, you've just got so much time out there and, yeah, compared to the supers. Do you have many of the... um? I guess the newer, the younger drivers sort of come and pick your brain about a few things like that because, honestly, watching Saturday night, that third heat, um, yourself and, and probably actually Bex too, to be fair, were just, it was this, one of the smartest races I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I think between me and Rebecca in that last race, there's Dion Mooney in front of us and we just keep trying to let each other go in front and push each other into Dion to kind of wind them up against <laughs> that, you know, against that person, but... 
Yeah, no, it was... Yeah, you got people coming and picking your brains, young and old, you know, during the nights and during the week and everything, set up and racing-wise, so... No, it's like to help out and whatnot. Yeah, exactly, and and I guess, you know, with watching from... I mean, if I can notice it, surely the, the guys out on track that get to see you do it uh, are picking up on things, and it's only going to make the them better. I mean, young Hodgie's probably... Another, you know, um, you can see it starting to develop in him as well. Um, but hopefully some of these other guys can, can pick it up as well. The the skills as such of, of reading the race is on track. Yeah, it comes down a lot of that. And, you know, team's racing helps. So, yeah, super stocks definitely help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So much time to think. Yeah, exactly. What pulled you uh, out of retirement for this one week, mate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I retired for opening night. Oh, okay, sweet. You were you were meant to run a sidecar that night, I believe. <laughs> nah, so we actually almost ran a sidecar that on the weekend just gone as well. Oh, really? <laughs> almost got roped into a swinger roll, but we are just stuck with one. I already had the stock car, so we are just stuck with that one car because it's got hard doing double duties involving yep. a sidecar. Yeah, yep. change of um, Kevlar's and things, isn't it? <laughs> yep. Yeah, <laughs> try to get another day where it's just one car, one sidecar all night. Um, yeah. Going into that um, last heat, mate, did you guys have a um, meeting or you know to see who was, who was it going to help you out on that? Uh, no, there was no meeting. Um, everyone kind of knew their job, you know. And it's early in the season; everyone wants to prove themselves for teams racing, yep. and you know, show everyone what they can do and. And obviously this meeting's always been a good one to get, you know, try to keep Palmy cars home first. And yeah, it was really good. Every, all the Palmy boys and girls all stood up and got into it. And yeah, we managed to get Palmy 1-2-3, which was good. Yep, get rid of yep. all the other counters. So that's what, that, that's what the Robin Pratt's always been about from day one. Yeah. Yep. 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 I, I have to make mention of that. I mean, like, men or two champs, you want to keep it at home. But kind of in a roundabout way, if that heads out of town, it's kind of like, yep, that's fine. But the Robin Pratt, we like to keep uh, here in Palmy. Hey, um, let's chat about the... Uh, the, the business side of things, because obviously we've seen you've put the super stock into the corner of the, the workshop or wherever you've end, it's ended up landed, um, becoming a storage rack maybe, I don't know. But you've you've put a lot of time into the old uh, HSP business over the last, you know, fair few months, haven't you? Yeah, so we've just been flat out working, you know, we've just got a massive variety of work. So, yeah, super stock's just taken a bit of a hit and had to be pushed to the side for a while and just... You know, committed to some jobs, we've got a lot of work there, so we're just making the most of it while it's there. Yep. Try to keep the customers happy at the end of the day. Yeah, to, yeah, exactly right. I mean, obviously, last season, you know, um, you know, we see Ricky Garf's car out on track. I think um, Brandon Sines ended up with his chassis. You, you didn't get any other orders over the off-season? Uh, yeah, we're currently building a new super stock for a customer and a new stock car for another customer. So, oh, wow. Yeah, we've still got those to complete. Plus everything else, you know, speedway is about half our work. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We do everything really. Yeah, I mean, um, before we get into the uh, to the the mucker car, but like obviously you had uh, you built your first open wheeler, a quarter midget. I mean, I thought these things would be great for uh, for the kids to get in. I seen them at Waikaraka, and they're bloody cool things, eh? Yeah, yeah, definitely cool little cars. That uh, was a pretty cool build to do. You know, it was a good opportunity to build that, and yeah, the first open wheel car. So. Yeah, you never know. You might get out there. You might lead on to some TQs or midgets or whatever. You know, like you know, we're open to building any chassis, and any type of car. You know, we'll build, build yeah. everything a little different than anyone else. You know. Yeah, how'd something like that come about? Was that just a uh, a message from Jake um, Brownless and just say, hey, do you want to just have a go at one of these? Give it a crack. 
Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. pretty much was. And, you know, there's not many chassis builders for them. So if you want to, you know, try to be quicker than someone else, you're going to have to try something different to everyone else. So, you know, that's really what we did with everything in the build, suspension-wise and everything. Like, nothing really been done like it before. Yeah. Even in the whole open-wheel kind of scene. <laughs> oh, there you go. It's a, it's a... It's a good base model to get your uh, chili bowl midget ready one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Need a spot. Need a motor. Did you find it a challenge building that car, mate, compared to the super stock, or stock cars and super stocks? Uh, just trying to build everything as light as possible, you know? Yeah. You know, stock cars, we know where everything needs to be strong and everything bulky, you know? We just had to really just downsize and just remember they don't really crash, so... Yeah. And I suppose, I mean, like, what, what are they actually powered by? I can't, I, I'm not too sure. Like, you've obviously got less power, so you need a lighter car to go faster. Yeah, yeah, So they weigh 200 kg, including the driver. Wow. Wow. And they've got XR200 motors in them, so they go pretty good. But, yeah, it's all about you know, small wheels. So when they're racing on the same rusted up tracks as other cars, it's all like into the holes. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And that's pretty, pretty skillful for drivers when they're starting out, I think. 10 years old in those things maybe even a bit younger through to about uh, 16, 17 that's some, some massive skill hey the Mucka RX-7 though how fun was that for you to build man? yeah that was a pretty cool experience building that um, you know it was awesome for Benji to give us the opportunity to just push the boundaries on another type of build and just yeah just pretty much just build something just out the gate yep. yeah that was pretty much the brief something out the gate and we think done it it's just currently at TPRE so they're not too far away from a fire up so it'll be yeah it'll be all drivable fairly soon so awesome yeah that was just a massive build that come in as a complete RX-7 and the only thing left standard was the roof I think wow that's crazy so basically it's a it's a full-blown drift car yeah yeah full-blown drift car pretty much as close as you can get to tube chassis without having a drop-on body. Yep. Um, yeah, just dedicated drift car, massive steering block, keeps it horsepower. So something like that, do they, I mean, like, uh, I, I don't know, is it for D1 and Z or for a bit of fun or whatever, but is there even a rule book that you have to follow for any sort of competing? Uh, for the D1 and Z, yeah, there's quite a strict rule book, but this here is not really for D1, so it's not really a rule book. Only really rules we had to follow are just keep this, standard strut towers in it and that's that's it wow, wow. <laughs> that's it just go for it yeah that's a that's a bit of an interesting uh class there no good fun good fun obviously plenty of um other work been going on what's what sort of fun stuff's in the hsp shed at the moment uh we're just working on a couple of hot rods currently um the f100 and a c10 truck crazy that we're getting done um yeah, and like I say, I've got that stock car and super stock, and then plus some alloy ute boxes and all that carry on, just a bit of everything. Yeah, that's massive. That's huge. And uh, how are the seats coming along, man? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we just completed seat number 90. Wow, oh, cool. So those have been a massive hit. We're just kind of taking a bit of a breather from those at this moment now that this, you know, this off-season's orders are pretty much all out. Yep. Have a bit of a regroup before we head into next year on the seats again. Just with the, how everything's working with prices and whatnot. Yep. 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 Yeah, no, definitely, definitely been a hit, and we just let's keep developing them and just keep doing our thing. Did you think they'd take off this this pretty um, this much though? 
I mean, I remember when you ah, sort of whipped up those first know, ones. Get, I thought we might get 20 or 30 over the whole time, but yeah. you know, at the most. But yeah, there's 90 out there now, which is, I don't know, numbers of other seats out there and whatnot, but uh, it's definitely pretty wrapped with how, and we've had good feedback as well with them all. Yep. So, Yep. Yeah. No one's no one's managed to um to to put one and put one to a to a full test and, and tweak it or anything yet. Oh, I feel like I've given it a pretty good <laughs> test myself. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much a crash test dummy myself. Too right there, exactly right. It's been through the they've been through the wars with you, but um that's for sure. You have many um people take you up on your various setups that you that you offered out? Yep, yep. Uh, we get a few cars in doing setups. Um, and again, we have pretty happy customers after that. And then we just can, can continue working with that driver and you know start off with a base setup and then work with the driver and get him, you know, yep. to somewhere him or her to somewhere where they feel comfortable with the car. And yeah, we can go for you know. So we've, that's pretty popular as well in, in the business. Sweet, good stuff. Awesome. Good stuff. So with the super parked up in the corner. So it's just going to be pick and choose meetings with the stock car? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So the idea of stock car, you know, about to get some adult mini stock people in it or, you know, whatnot, just try to get the stock car <laughs> more, give them a meeting and away they go, you know. Yep. Yeah, adult mini stock people, that must be a good hint there, I think, Chris. I think that's what William was trying to tell me. <laughs> get into the get into the stock car. We'll have to yeah, see. Yeah. We'll have to, have to talk you to have Puck. you be better build a heap of parts then. <laughs> <laughs> See, this yeah. stock car will be all right. It's maintained by William. We should be good. <laughs> ah, sweet. Hey, William, good to catch up with you. Say well done on the uh, on the winning of the Robin Pratt again. It's bloody good to uh, to see your name up there again. And yeah, all the best for the for the season. Of course, with uh, whatever you plan on doing. All good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Just going back to the Robin Pratt. How um, special is it to win that meeting? Yeah, it's pretty special that one. Like I say, from day one, that was first season of stock cars. When I was sixteen. That was I remember getting blown to bits heat two after winning heat one. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, it's every year we've tried hard. We've had a couple of podiums and that. And we've had that one win. And it was definitely a brutal one. It's always been brutal from day one. And yeah, it's definitely special to win it a second time, which something we've always really tried to do it's been one of my favourite meetings from the start of stock cars yeah. yeah is it just as good as winning a New Zealand title uh, close yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quite, but it's good it's up there yeah, yeah exactly yeah nah sweet hey William all the best um, good luck in the downhill mountain bike Red Bull World Champs this weekend I think that's where you're off to when you're back into retirement <laughs> yep pretty much <laughs> <laughs> sweet mate have a good one eh? all good cheers catch up bye, bye. Well, that was William Humphreys there, Chris, and yeah, um, as I say, retirement season, so to speak. Nah, sabbatical, <laughs> that's the one. That's the word we could use, sabbatical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, what a result, though, at the um, Robin Pratt. Yeah, exactly, and like I said, drove absolutely smart, and it was really good to see. Yeah. Uh, hey, there's a few meetings happening on around the countryside this weekend, so, um, mo- well, pretty much all of them, Guy Fawkes meetings, which is great to see on a Saturday night. There should be some big crowds at the Speedways over the uh, this weekend for sure, Friday night, Saturday night, and a couple of tracks on a Sunday down yeah. south. Considering that the Speedway is the only public display at a lot of... Yeah, at a lot of... Um, yeah, like Wellington, these days. You know, yeah, yeah, most of the Speedways, is, it's a 
pretty much is some of them the only place in town that does a public display. Mm, so, yeah. um, and most of them tie them in with a derby, so yeah. which is quite cool. But Bay Park's running this weekend up there in Tauranga. Huntley Speedway underway, um, of course, too. Gisborne Speedway over on the east coast. They're yep. probably still celebrating bloody um, Nati Perau having a win in the rugby. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably probably still celebrating that side of the country. Stratford's running as well. Yep. They're having a having a hoon over there. Wanganui. Um, of course, and Wellington in the North Island running the Renault Huya um, Sky Fireworks Spectacular thing they run there. Yep. Um, that definitely is the only place in all of Wellington that runs fireworks. And they do a really cool one where they do it on the infield, but they do some up on the hills yep. around the um, around the actual speedway area as well, which is really cool. Um, Nelson Speedway. Yep. Having a run as well down south, the top of the south there. And then the Bryony FM South Island Saloon Series kicks off this weekend. Um, we'll actually try and see if we can get hold of the organisers and that or a couple of drivers for next week's show, see how that all went. Yep. But um, that's kicking off this weekend. Good on, lineup, good lineup too. Yeah, yeah. So it starts on Friday night in Cromwell um, on the 4th on, yep. in Cromwell Central Motor Speedway. Then they go across to Beachland Speedway in Dunedin for Saturday night. And Riverside Speedway and Invercargill for Sunday. And that's the first three rounds, and the next three rounds the next week, which yep. we can mention off next week, of course. Um, but yeah, you're definitely right. Massive lineup, huge lineup. Obviously, um, um, it's really cool. They've put a lot of work into it being about the chassis, yeah. Uh, yeah. battle of the chassis yeah. as well. Uh, so you got eleven chassis. You got the CB2, which of course is with um, Cowling Motorsport, which is also a Pro X as well amongst them. The Hellcrows, which Marty, of course, the Hypermax, the K Max, the Love Ladies, the More Chassis. Um, v, uh, what is it? V, v um, Verdorn, the Verdorn yeah, chassis, Vulcan chassis, which is the boys, um, the brothers from up in, in Gisborne. Yep. Um, the Cooks, the, cook the Tiny Rod, the Stealth. You know, and um, which is which is really cool. It's to say, um, eleven different chassis behind the twenty-four entries, which is really cool to see. And um, there's going to be some great quality looking cars. You know, there's best pairs amongst it all, and top chassis, and um, it's just going to be a really fun event. Really looking at um, how it's all laid out. Um, obviously, having the 2NZ and the 3NZ, the 1NZ of the Cowlings, yep. just falling a bit short of making it this weekend, um, going by the Cowling Motorsport Facebook. So, yeah, no, it should be should be bloody cool, though. Yeah, just hope it's uh, um, success like the Valvoline Speed Week. Yeah, exactly, you know, and they're running it, obviously, across um, two weekends rather yep. than all in one week, which yep. is really cool to do, and hopefully it can just get um, better and better each year, and um, uh, yeah, th- three tracks in a weekend at, at each end of the uh, island is obviously the way to go down there. And yeah, it'd be cool. And um, double bonus if you're going to Beachlands in Dunedin, you've also got the Otago Outlaws, which were meant to be racing the uh, Canterbury Crushers. Yep. And um, unfortunately, the Crushers had to pull out, I think, a bit of damage from their team's race last week. But um, the Otago Outlaws are taking on an Otago Select team. So uh, Trezan, um, you know, mate Trezan from uh, from originally from Wanganui yep. down there these days in Otago and Dunedin, he's fronting for his first run for the Outlaws, and the Otago Select team says to be confirmed. But I tell you one name which I wouldn't mind seeing in that Otago Outlaw, uh, that Otago Select team. You ever have a thought there? Bj, no, well, he's Cromwell. Oh, you're but uh, Liam Squire. Yep. yep. 
Liam Skye will be quite cool to see out there, you know, obviously former All Black and, um, yeah, he'd be quite good to have in a team. Obviously, just, just having him in a team environment, I mean, I know we're only stock car and super stock teams racing, but it's all that um, that team gelling that, that gets you the success, and he's had it at the highest level. He sure has. Yeah. He sure has. Hey, mate, that's our show for this week, and as I say, all the best to all those clubs running this week, and um, big thanks to Gary at Burn Art Cars. If you jump on the... Uh, um, McEwen Racing page um, James McEwen over in Australia um, the 84 Queensland stock car there he's running a competition actually at the moment where if you caption his photo um, you can win a replica of the number 2 tank Yep. from memory Yep. that's the number 2 tank Good, I get my tanks in order <laughs> tanks in a row um, yeah so the number 2 tank which Gary at Bernard Cars is uh, from his own collection is done up and, and painted up and got it all looking good and the winner of the caption competition so head on to the Burn Art Cars Facebook page there is a link to uh, the McEwen page on there and get amongst it on there and of course a big cheers to uh, Ewan and the team at Speedway Garage there, Palmy and Whanganui and yep. the uh, on the couch will be coming back at some point and just you know, a few tweaks along the way yep. and get it going and I know we're going to do a Whanganui edition or maybe even a couple over there with some of the old legendary drivers from that area. And um, hopefully we will be able to uh, name a couple of teams at each venue as well, which we've got sort of working in the pipeline, closer to our team champs. Yep, awesome stuff. Just going back to that tank too, how cool is it that it's back in this region? Yeah, it's definitely cool. So we've got obviously the 1P tank, which is you know Bruce's, the, Bruce's tank, yep. and you've got the 2P, well, the 1P Number two tank um, here in Palmy. Um, Chris Gomans. Yep. Owns. Three is around. Yep. Three's <laughs> around. Four is in Christchurch, obviously, as a stock car with Chris Wildley. Yep, and he's coming up for the 50th, too. Yep. And tank five um, is is here being just being rebuilt by uh, Elvis Rollins. Yep. Which is, looks bloody cool. So be great to have the uh, the 50th with all, uh, all, the, all the, well, tank. Two, three, four, five. Um, all the Evans tanks, as well as obviously Bruce's tanks, and I'm sure there'll be many, many of the KP tanks, and then the various variations of the tanks attending. Yeah, looking forward to it. Certainly, are. Chris. Until next time. Until everyone, stay safe, have fun. If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.